Coffees. It is Friday. I'm your boy, The Zoobs. Uh, a long weekend Friday. The best the best kind of Fridays. I think I like the Friday with the Monday long weekend more than I like the Thursday. The Friday long weekend. I think that's fair because um, the unspoken, not the unspoken, the joked, the highly joked about thing about how you don't work very hard on Friday anyway. Um you know, what What are we going to do on a Friday of a long weekend? Worry about the Tuesday? The fact that you have four days next week? There's no, not that sort of attitude. And I think on the long weekend, when the Friday is the long weekend and you get the Friday off, I think you feel the four-day week first. You know what I mean? You know how the, you know, so you sort of have the short week first and then it's sort of, yeah, we made it to the Friday. Um, whereas this is like Friday, basically anytime this afternoon, you're expecting people to be out of the office and taken off and driving and drinking and outside and celebrating and sort of taking it easy and not worrying. And then Monday, you don't have to get up and go in. So I think that is the long, the better long weekend, if we're being real. Uh, a good week of Blue Jays baseball, three games that sort of flip around uh, your expectation of, of how things have been going through the first uh, you know, month plus of games coming into the end of the second month of games, of course. Um, two and one against the Mariners. Nice to just nice to just see some some opponents that aren't. You know, you don't you're not talking yourself into being this super important game. It's not the Yankees. It's not the Red Sox. It's not even the Rays. Where it's like the way they play sort of gets magnified in a way because the games take on an outsized importance. Don't have to worry about that nearly as much here against Seattle, and you are treated then to, uh, you know, games where they hit fairly well in the opener, uh, games where the guys that you maybe were less confident in pitching-wise uh, through some of their performances come through with exactly what you're hoping for in so a nice outing from Kikuchi and a nice outing, a really, I think, highly needed big outing from Barrios in the second game, the 3-0 win. Uh, Bo Bouchette played very well. Uh, big hit from George Springer in the second inning of that second game, 3-0. Uh, Phelps and Simber closing it out. And then, talk about subverting what you thought you knew from the week, Kevin Gosman uh, taking a loss. Them, them losing a Kevin Gosman start, rarities. Um, five innings from Gosman, seven hits, three strikeouts, walk somebody. Now, talk about upside down, Kevin Gosman drawing a walk. Um, there's your upside down. Lots of feel-good moments uh, over the week. But uh, a trying week. Sometimes sometimes I'll tell you the other side of this, and I think I'll feel able to take down this, this stroll down this street with you because we've established this podcast. Not the most hardcore. You're coming in and getting Blue Jays all the way. But a tough, a tough, tough week. You, you, uh, you're grinding out here. I see you folks grinding out here. Um, it's tough to do this sometimes. Um, and I want to do it, and I tell myself that I should do it. And people tell me that I should do it. Um, people in the response to this show are very touching, uh, very kind. Uh, and it means a lot. You just sort of, the way things felt in the last month was sort of like this, taking on everything all at once. And... Um, Jesus, just a lot going on. You know what I mean? I <laughs> My son's officially five weeks today. Um, crazy. Crazy to uh, 
to watch him grow and to look at him and to uh, be a part of this. And uh, yeah, the, the, the real thing of it, the real thing of it that I would sort of say that um, I would say to, I guess other parents will, will understand this. Most of the parents I've talked to understand this. And uh, that if I could go back and talk to myself previous to this, what I would have told myself five, six weeks ago um, is that it is not the, it's not even the kid that is what is uh, amazing and like, obviously it is amazing to see the kid grow and to see him be different every day and to see him develop and to see him uh, go from like literally nothing to this little, you know, ball of soup that we have to like a, He's starting to like, you know, his his aware of like his vision and things that are coming in, and and it's very uh, incredible to watch happen. But the way that your partner and the person that you are raising a kid with, the the level of things thrust upon them, and I it, this has been in the news lately, um, in the United States talking about baby formula and uh, breastfeeding has been sort of a big topic in the in the news you hear people weigh in and listen and I'm in the middle of a household that's going through uh breastfeeding for the first time and I will say the way that first of all the act itself I feel like if you're not it, it's mind-blowing the commitment and the time and the uh, talk about the mental energy I'm sitting here complaining about not complaining sitting here sort of working through um sneaking downstairs to do a podcast for 15 minutes on a Friday um and my wife, just a constant demand, a constant demand on her, 24 hours a day. And I, and you say, it's one of those things where like people, you'll say like, oh, I'm in my job, it requires me to be 20, be there 24 hours a day. And you really think about it, it's like, it means you have to check your phone every now and then throughout the course of the night, and maybe you have to do something. But like, this is 24 hours a day. She needs to be awake and uh, like have cognizant function in her, in her body and uh, can happen at any time and very difficult for her to sleep. Um... And this idea that like it makes you any weaker or any worse of a person to to use formula and to, to opt out of that um, is incredible. And even like you know to the level of the things the things you don't think about like to the level of um, I me helping with the feed right sort of I can help bottle feed, but the bottle is just more <laughs> milk that is pumped. The bottle feed for me is is still a breastfeeding session for my wife. She has to pump that she pumps that out. Um, it's incredible, and that is just the physical, and that's just the interior. The what they don't tell you about is the exterior. Is all the pressure everybody will in your life, medical professionals, people who care about you, uh, anybody that's sort of been through breastfeeding, like just just this cult that descends upon you that tells you like you're you're basically setting your child up for a worse life if you don't do it. Um, insanity, complete insanity, complete insanity. And then you talk to any parent. Um, who has been able to use formula or had a formula like step in. You can't imagine the panic of not being able to feed the baby uh, that you just spent like a, you know, better part of a year worrying about when he was inside. He finally comes outside and you, and you're like, he needs to feed constantly and it's in it not working. You can't imagine the, the, the panic and the stress. That's what I would say to myself before all this started. Um, Anything more, even way more so than the, anything to do with the baby. Like he cries, he cries extra hard and he cries all that 
I know that nothing really is happening that is that painful to him. It's, it's gas or he's uncomfortable or he's hungry, right? It just he, he just only knows how to cry and cry a little bit louder. Um, that has been like – it's been hard obviously because he's just screaming nonstop and you can't stop him. But compared to the long term, the, the constant uh, wear and battle on my wife physically and mentally and that's just, again, from the inside of the house, forget – Influence from people who who want to help or or you know people that really push um, how important breastfeeding is. That's crazy. It's craziness. You you, you really wouldn't believe it. Um. Anyway, bit of a dump there. Bit of a dump there in the in the beginning of this show. But that's sort of what I think. That's sort of what you tune into, right? That's what you're tuning into here. This was pure baseball. I mean, you, you listen three games against the Mariners. Ultimately. Ultimately, we can do we can do like the the bigger trend stuff. There's, um, you know, the the Vlad doesn't have the right kind of hitting streak. I understand. Uh, it hasn't hasn't hit the ball. The exit velocity stuff is back. Not probably the exit velocity, but the the launch angle stuff is back a little bit. And uh, this and that. And listen, I can get it. I get it. That's sort of part of the day to day of tracking these teams. You can go and you can look at that, and you can. Uh, be ahead of when he turns it around um, and sort of have like the, you know, this is why Vlad is struggling and then it happens and then you go, mm-hmm, see, that's sort of, or he, can get to, or he gets out of it, right? He hits, starts hitting the ball well and you go, oh, it looks like he's coming out of it. Um, I don't have any concern about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. turning this around. Nice to see the trends, nice to see sort of identifiable stuff, but I don't have any issues uh, with him not being able to turn this around. You're talking about, for all intents and purposes, every person at every level that has ever seen him play is like, yeah, he's the best hitter in the world. So he is not hitting well and also has a hitting streak. That's sort of the the beauty of the system right now. I thought Bo uh, had a pretty hot week. The defense continues to be, you're looking through your fingers sometimes on that end, but uh, we'll see. This is sort of the, this is sort of the, the, the the way that the deck is stacked for this team this is sort of the team that they have aggressive and it's adjustments and and, and adjustments back and uh i think you know you're looking at they still aren't getting a lot from teoscar right now and i think that's going to turn around and really help them so you know you say what you will about i know there's some grumbling the yankees have an easy, easy schedule but the yankees are winning those games on the easy schedule which is the difference the blue jays you have to win these games, uh, and they they two of three against Seattle. When I still think there was uh, some meat left on the bone over the course of the week. With I mean, you get a good Gosman start, you sort of expect uh, to get something. So, um, yeah, boy, weekend on the way. Long weekend, a feel good weekend actually. And I think about it, Joy Votto in town. How great is that? Uh, the Reds. Three against the Reds. And we love the Reds. I love the <laughs> I finished Cincinnati. Like Joy Votto. Um used the Reds in out of the park recently. Uh so I like the Reds. I'm gonna enjoy it this weekend. I think uh, Joey seems excited about being back and like is saying that it was a, it's a coincidence and, and he w- he wasn't making a point, but um Joey is way more sentimental than he leads on through the media. I think it's something we've learned about Joy, Joy Botto, and he has a funny sense of humor. I think it's going to mean a lot to him uh, to be back this weekend because he's sort of talked the talk of it, maybe this being the last ride for Joy Botto. So I expect a touching weekend of baseball in Toronto against the Reds. Um, boy, that's that's 15 minutes. 
How's everybody feeling? How's everybody feeling with the, with the team? Let me know. Send in a tweet or an email or a, a phone call. Tweets and emails, uh, less than Jay's on Twitter or less than Jay's at gmail.com. The phone number, 833-714-7774. will play your voicemail on the air. Um, yeah, long weekend. Hope everybody out there enjoys it. You got you got baseball. Um, you got, you know, outside. It's May. That's got to feel good. Summer's, summer around the corner. Um, folks visiting home, Blue Jays, and then Cardinals on the road in the Cardinals, the Universal DH folks. So no, no, no worries about the fucky National League Baseball. Just going to play the Cardinals next week, uh, and then the Angels on the road. Should be a fun weekend. Late games against the Angels. Boy, I'm going to be missing those motherfuckers. <laughs> um, good, good week coming up. Uh, of course, we're back with Jake. Um, I'm going to guess we're probably going to record that Sunday night or Monday night, maybe Sunday. We'll see how, what his, uh, schedule is like, but we'll see you next week with another episode. Um, thanks for sticking around thanks for always, I mean, people seem to respond. Here's the thing I was talking about early on the first couple minutes of this show. Um, I love to do this and I love to interact with people. And the reason that I continue to do stuff like this and continue to make any of this stuff uh, is because the people that reach out, I don't know if this is true um, for everyone who sort of does podcasts or like sort of has like a dream that they're shooting for in this, a sort of a, a comfortable life they want to be able to do out of stuff like this. Um, the, the reason that I sort of continue to do stuff like this, stuff like Wrestling Brain, stuff that I really enjoy that... Um, you know, brings me a, an outlet and uh, to feel and to express and allows me to sort of get all this stuff in my head out on paper or in audio, I guess. I don't really like writing, so it's not on paper. But is the type of compliments people give about this sort of work uh, have been incredibly specific and meaningful. Like, you know what I mean? Very rarely is like people are like, good show, dude, thumbs up. People will take the time to write uh, meaningful comments about how much they enjoy it or something they resonated with or tell a story from their lives. Uh, and that's what I'm really proud of. And that's why uh, I keep getting drawn back in. I think when I, whenever I talk to anybody about like what my dream of this stuff is, it's honest to God, it's, it's talking to callers. I, th I think that, I think that is the, I understand that that maybe makes me a dinosaur and that the thing you're supposed to do is um, like, I'm supposed to come again. We talked about this on, on Tuesday. You're supposed to come on here and like give a really declarative hot state, hot take and sort of have a, this like really definable view that everyone sort of like learns from or like is like really blown away by because it's obvious that I'm very smart. And I don't know that I ever want to come up with that or, or be that. I sort of um, I sort of treasure that style of, of connection people seem to have and the things people seem to be willing to share. And I appreciate that. And it allows me to freedom back, you know, to spend 18 minutes sort of self-indulging here and – and neither you will resonate with it or you won't. Or you maybe you're one of the people that was like, this is supposed to be a baseball podcast. What the fuck was this? Um, but I reserve the right. Uh, this is the reason that the show is the way it is. The reason that it's a Patreon. The reason that it's, you know, it doesn't have to be this uh, huge all-encompassing thing is, is the creative freedom to do stuff like this and just sort of take a big swing and, and, and talk about life and enjoy. 
the audience here on Less Than Jays. As I said, we'll be back with more uh, show later this week, and we owe the Patreon audience a Less Than Jays of our lives. So we're going to crank one out uh, tonight and hopefully get two out for you this weekend as a makeup for it and give you the long weekend's bonus special uh, as a make good plus the mailbag form will go out. So lots to come on the Patreon this weekend, patreon.com slash less than Jays. Hope you enjoy the long weekend. Hope the Blue Jays enjoy the long weekend. Excited again about Joey Votto. One more time, if you want to get your questions, comments, or calls on this show at less than Jays on Twitter, less than Jays at gmail.com or 833-714-7774. We will play your voicemails on the show. Thank you so much, as always, for being a part of less than Jays.